Oh, that was it too. Damn, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I mean, I I I was oh. trying to tell her not to put the mashed potatoes in there. That's just weird, but she went ahead and did it. <laughs> oh, we're recording. We on? Oh, guy. Oh, uh, hey. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Potatoes. Welcome what to up? the Big Ten and Rich Podcast, y'all. Hi, Hi y'all. Uh, like I always start off, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Ten Rich. Yep. You can find us on the majority of the podcast platforms. I don't know how many new ones there are now, but you can definitely find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and Podbean. And, fellas, how what? are we this week? Doing good. Hydrated. Hydrated or hydrated? Hydrated. Hydrated. Very hydrated. Gotta stay safe out there, man. Got to. Can't get, can't get, can't 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 let the sun catch you slipping. Exactly. I mean, it has been nice here though. At least it hadn't been like last week where it was hot as fuck, and if you didn't hydrate, you'd probably die. Yes. That's where they get you, man. Got to do it all the time. <laughs> very, stay, very. Stay, stay, stay hydrated. They want you to swear. So, uh, Seth, what you been up to this week? We'll start off with you. I don't have much going on this week, but I did. Let me pull this up. I did see a tweet that kind of reminds me of. It brought back some memories of when it's probably right around the time about a year removed from graduating high school. We're all pretty much working full time. Richard at the time is. In Marine boot camp, getting ready to go to Afghanistan, probably right around that time. Really, was I read it. year in between those two events, but. Right, 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 right. Went to boot so, camp in uh, September of 2002, got out in December, and then went to Afghanistan <coughs> the, the following, uh, following February. So this might have been. Of 04. Boot camp. <clears throat> Right around this period. So 2002, 2000, early 2003. Yeah. When I was so, kind of getting into, I was going to all the schools, boot camp, all my schools. And then like March of 03 is when I was finally like officially in the fleet, what they would call it. When you're like an actual Marine, you're at your duty station doing your job. So so somewhere in between, somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere okay. in there, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so I can't nail down an exact date, but somewhere in there. I was a um, young devil pup. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. We kind of talked about this before. I didn't. I didn't read the tweet, but it was kind of brought up. Like Richard, what would you say we were doing around this time? I thought that y'all were playing a lot of SmackDown at your house. Uh, well, that's exactly what we were doing. So. <laughs> and and uh, hanging out a little bit at maybe Buffalo Wild Wings. Not really that. Or was that we later were, on? That was really <laughs> later on, more so. But the tweet I have, um, it's the guy that wrote it was at Darren BMG. Um, and the tweet goes, the whitest thing I've ever done is my mom made me so mad. I got on SmackDown vs. Raw 07 and created a wrestler <laughs> that looked like her and <clears throat> fought her in a TLC match. I was going crazy in that match. Yeah, and then so underneath it, he goes, a random confession. I don't know what brought this memory back, but I beat her ass for about 40 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, so man. I read yeah, I this. I was getting grimy on so uh, real. SmackDown. 
That's so real and so relatable. Yeah. Well, ours was like SmackDown, like oh one, oh like oh three, something like that. But I spent players and shit, right? A whole day. No, no, I spent a whole day creating everybody, but only in the way that I saw them. Was I ever created? I don't think I did. Okay. I really just the people that were coming over and playing. But yeah, the people that were immediately okay. around, like I made John like a really skinny redneck guy, like a cut off flannel shirt, cut off jean shorts, boots, and like a trucker hat, like just goofy. Ooh, so how have now, you seen them versus how they are now? Should we break no, that just, down? No, no, like how they are in real life. Like Kenny, Kenny's was by far my greatest masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, dude, you can, Kenny, in this portion of the show, you have every right to call me whatever you want because Kenny, while he was a very good wrestler, he was, he was, uh, head, he had on like pink bell bottoms with like <laughs> white boots, this pink floral shirt that was like silky. And it was like a deep V neck on it with a big collar. And I gave him, I can't remember what women's wrestler I gave him. It was like Trish Stratus or something like that. I gave him all of her moves, but he was really good. So it's like one of those things like Kenny would use him, but he would be like, this is ridiculous. But he was slap instead of punch. Yes. Oh, it was great. It was the greatest thing ever. Uh, Mike Mike looked just like Yeah, he did not, but he still used himself. Mike looked like Mike. That was pretty good. The bangs and everything, because at that time he still had bangs. Yeah, Chris, you remember what? Photo, uh, by the way, in when I came, maybe when I came back from boot camp or when I came back from Afghanistan, of Mike with bangs I still have today. Oh, every time I see it, it's just shocking that he had those bangs. (laughs) Um, Chris Massey's was pretty funny. I put him in a wrestling singlet. And like combat boots and a huge <laughs> afro. Uh, that makes sense though. Me, I was just like some kind of I was like like a fat guy, and I had like the moves of Earthquake or something or Yokozuna or something like that. I just had fun. like I had fun with it. Um, nobody was really safe, uh, but we would literally stay up till about four in the morning just going TLC match after TLC match because that was the only game everybody was pre- pretty even at. Like you, everybody had specific wrestlers they would use against other specific wrestlers. Yeah. It got, it got pretty grimy. The only thing I'm surprised we didn't do is we didn't keep like a win loss record. Oh man, that was nice. Like we, that was the next step. Yeah. Because we had to frame that. Yeah. That was really <coughs> That's how often we played and how many times we played because there were games we just weren't allowed to play with each other at some I point. I feel like, like it, it, one like I feel like I like uh experienced like a whole like night long tournament one time when I came back and I you know I tried to when I come back like try to see everyone right and obviously back then my like friends list oh. was a lot longer I but, remember so, I remember you came because we had blonde brownies oh, like we had yeah. gone out to eat and then we like this was what we would do. Literally, we'd go out to eat, and then we'd come to my house, and my mom would have cooked some kind of baked something for everybody, yeah. and we'd sit in the kit, we'd stand around in the kitchen and eat brownies or cookies or whatever, and then we'd just go play video games, and it'd literally be like, all right, you lost, pass the controller, 
passive yeah. controller. Like, and that's, well, I that's did experience like uh, at least a, a full, um, I guess, 24 hour experience of, of this well, that y'all were doing. I will say you often. dealt with it a lot better than uh, Ryan Pace dealt with it one night. Yeah, he got he got kicked out of a bar and then came up was like, Hey, I have nowhere to go. Can I come over? I'm like, Yeah, we're just playing video games. <laughs> and uh he he's just sitting there watching us play and he's the only one he's drinking a beer and we're all like, Yeah, we don't want it. We're good. We don't want is, anything. Is this the same Ryan Pace that my wife bought a car from like five years ago I, or whatever? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um and so he he goes, Man, what kind of losers just play video games all night? I think it was Kenny looked at him and goes, I'm sorry, we're not cool enough to get kicked out of bars. That was definitely me. And <laughs> he just after that, he called and got a ride and went somewhere else, and we didn't miss him at all. We just kept on. <laughs> Look, man, yeah. drink, drinking would have only made us, you know, it would have only been a crutch at that point. It would have been just, it would have been an extra thing we were doing. Well, you got, no, 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 we were, no handicaps. Very we were secondary. like 19 or 20. We wouldn't need 21 to be in a bar yet, so. No, not at all. Not at so, all. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and it, There's that. Not that we couldn't have got alcohol, but it was just kind of a respect thing. Oh, we got alcohol, but we were yeah. hanging out at bars like we did later on right, in our right. 20s. But no, that I'll, like, that will be one of those things. Like, you hear guys brag about stuff. That'll be one of the things that I'll, like, that was a... That was just a fun time because there were times where it got heated, <laughs> where we weren't talking to each other, but we were all within five feet of each other. Mostly yeah. NBA streets did that, though. NBA streets oh, yeah. got very, very touchy. Madden got pretty Madden. touchy because we had to stop playing yeah. Madden because I couldn't get because I was not getting beat at all. I wouldn't play Madden. Then was it? Uh, what was the boxing game? Yeah, everybody stopped playing me in boxing. Because I, I was got, literally getting featherweights and beating heavyweights. I got to be okay, but I still wasn't like I wasn't that great at that. Was it just knockout? Uh, uh, fight maybe, night. Fight night. Fight night. Yeah. Fight night. night. Played the hell out of fight night. Um, but those two games we just had to stop playing because it just wasn't. It got to the point where it wasn't a level playing field, and so NBA Streets was level, and SmackDown was. Those were the two games where everybody was pretty much the same. Nobody stood out. Like sometimes somebody would have a good night and you know beat everybody, but then the very next night someone else would be better. Yeah. So that was that was always pretty cool. We should. That would be a fun night to try to rerun that. Given we may not be able to stay up as late, but trying to find a PlayStation PlayStation Two and SmackDown would be difficult. But I, man, you oh, can, man, I bet you can find them at GameStop right now. I found out that I still have the ability to stay up. Fairly late. I'm surprised. <laughs> I was yeah, I, very I, I, shocked with myself one time staying up till like thirty o'clock. Anyways, <laughs> well, okay, maybe. I, I just maybe, usually don't. So maybe we'll figure something out and run it back. We'll get it. We'll get a hold of Mike and see if he wants to run it back one night. Um, the other thing I had, I want to kind of go on a rant, and it's kind of a local rant. Um, it has to do with the baseball draft. And something the Mets did, which is very just it's it, it pisses me off. The Mets drafted um, Vanderbilt pitcher Kumar Rocker yep. in the MLB draft. I think it was 10th, 11th. I think overall was it 11? Oh, okay, still a high pick. A yeah. high pick, and he was he is as advertised. He's a very good talent. Yeah, and I was surprised that he was 
drafted 11th. I thought he'd been top five. Right. But I'm sure other we'll have to roles, go into this, so I'll just. Yeah. Other roles were filled for other teams. Happens all the time. Um, what makes me mad about this is specifically the Mets decided to not sign him. And there's a rule yeah. in baseball. If they don't sign you, you can either go back to college or you just have to train and you have to enter in next year's draft. Yep. You can't be picked up as a free agent. You can't go play triple A ball. You only have two choices. It is the dumbest thing. Pretty sure in you baseball. still play pro ball though. I don't think you can play triple A. No, you won't be playing for a team because they didn't sign you. But right. Yeah. So like he can only go back to college or he can go train. What? But essentially. But what? The Mets decided not to sign him. If they weren't going to sign him, then why the fuck did they? Was just so nobody else can have him? Yes. That makes no fucking sense. Essentially, what is happening is the Mets decided to sign him so no one else could have him. The so Mets they drafted him but not didn't sign him, so now he can't play. Completely. He can't play, he can't play in the MLB or anybody's like systems. So they fucked him. He can go play in Japan or some shit. Well, but, they just, but why? What is the logic? I want to know what the real, what is the actual logic? They there was supposedly concerns about his his physical his elbow and just durability issues allegedly. So why did so why did they sign why did they pick him? See that's what they, I don't get. If you had concerns, then why take him? They didn't vet him before that. Oh, think? oh, this Come guy's been vetted. This guy's been vetted. I the mean, Mets did this to take him off the board. And guess yeah. what? Guess what? The Mets picked ten next year. So they could essentially draft him for less money now. Yeah, but why would they why would they screw the guy like that though? Because the Mets are a horrible and shitty organization and baseball How is, is that? full baseball is full of rules that absolutely make <clears throat> no sense like see, this. And it's that, well, see, you know what? That's the kind right. of shit that makes people not even want to watch baseball though, because if they refuse to change anything for the most I mean they ch- do change stuff but some of the stuff's so fucking stupid man like that to me is that's that's a that's an injustice like I could see if the guy doesn't if he if he goes in the, into the draft and does not get drafted by anybody and then he has to follow that procedure okay fine but you get you get drafted by somebody and they just decide that they're not going to sign the guy and now he's screwed he can't you picked up by anybody else? Like, man, that's yeah, fucking stupid, they man. they still have the rights to him. Just like, you know, just like a lot of, you know, players that are in the NFL, they're, you know, they have rights to them in case they were to decide to play MLB, like Russell Wilson, for example, then he would have to play for that team. But this is this is what I don't understand why it's, how it's not fair. It's like the guy wants to play baseball. Right. And if you're not going to sign him, then you should you – should, Give the rights up, and somebody else. If somebody else wants to take the chance on the guy, so they basically gave up that their tenth pick, and they were going to do this. This is the other part. So they screwed screwed him, and they basically whiffed on their tenth pick, right? Because they because they got no one, right? So they screwed him and themselves. Like what? What I I want to know what the, the real the actual real logic is 
what their explanation for that is. Well, the, the GM did tweet it out, his logic, and it was really stupid. I need to look up the, the tweet. The, G, the GM, I, I, yeah, I don't know what it says specifically, but he said something very dumb. The owner also cited the rule and was talking about how he he didn't want to sign them because of the return on investment. He yeah. was going to be paying too much for it, for the investment to pay off. Then why then sign you him? Don't I mean, then draft. why draft him? Yeah, yeah. Draft don't else. draft him. I mean, okay, so I'm already I'm pissed off about it. I don't even really care that much. Imagine, like, like if you're a Mets fan, you're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? We are a podcast. I think they're like that all the time. about baseball. Well, see, this one I noticed because, one, the kid was is a top 10, top 11 prospect. He just is. Yeah, he's I like local, Kumar. Yeah, he played great. In yeah, the, he's a bandy guy. Yeah. But, and, you know, everything about the situation, the Mets so far have a really good bullpen organizational-wise. It's just that no matter who's in the front office for the Mets, They're they always figure hurt, out how to stick their finger in their butt <laughs> instead of their nose. Just wow. And, and, and you know what? As a Braves fan, I'm fine with it. <laughs> keep keep fucking up, New York. Yeah, but you're not fine with, you know, what happened with No, I don't kid. like what happened yeah, to Kumar because I, you know, enjoy watching him here at Vanderbilt. And Tim Corbin, well, a couple of things, Tim Corbin, you know, I think about how many players that he's coached, as, you know, phenomenal players in the league. And he's said so many great things about Kumar to the point where, you know, he's he's recognized him as probably one of his favorite players of all time. Right. And not only that, but his dad, uh, Tracy Rocker, was a former NFL player, played for the tight or coach for the Titans uh, after he get done playing. I think coached defensive line, coached at UT, coached at uh, Auburn, a bunch of places. And he's I, a good dude, too. I'd like to hear what he has to say about this. Oh, I'm sure that there's some lawyers and some stuff going on behind the scenes that there's going to be some shit going on. Oh, I'll continue I'm with suing, that. I'm suing the Mets for so much money at yeah. this point. I, rule or no rule. If you can. You're going to court. Yeah, they're going to do something, I'm sure. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, oh, it pisses me off. It but here's really the thing, does. though. <laughs> As somebody that's played and coached baseball the majority of my life, there is a, there is a thing that I think most people that have been around baseball, Know that there's you don't mess with the baseball karma or the baseball gods. Oh, when you no. do that, it always backfires on you. So here's what I'm saying: the Mets have been in first place almost all season in the NL East. This shit happens. Guess what happened? Freaking Noah Syndergaard gets hurt, or not Syndergaard? Degrom gets hurt. Their best yeah. pitcher, well, probably the best pitcher in the league. Yeah, he's and now they're incredible. in a, a slump. And it's like oh, here we go. Now the Braves are on the rise. I'm just I'm loving it. <laughs> I think I honestly I hope that whole organization implodes. Again. I mean my Again. my whole thing is like you don't sign the guy and what you get a compensatory pick or something the next year? Something like that. Or something yeah. like that. So how do you get fucking rewarded for doing something like that? Exactly. You just like you, you get a guy, you walk away from him and then they're like, Oh well since you didn't draft anybody this year, we'll give you like a similar pick. He's going to end up in Oakland next year. So you can get drafted. He's going to get drafted in like the fifth round and have to come up through the farm system after not playing baseball competitively for a year. I mean, I don't. This well, is the thing, thing is, he unless he goes about. overseas, unless he goes overseas, I just well, don't care about baseball. But man, if he wanted to. That's trash, though, man. 
He's not going to. He's already stated he's not going back to Vanderbilt. So that is, that is absolute trash that you could do, do that to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Any other sport, they'd be marching down the street screaming about it. But because just, it's baseball and there's too many old people who control baseball media, it's just it's no it's not talked about enough. The, the fact and this that is the can, first time I've heard about this rule happening. I never heard of anything about it either. It's just the, just the fact that somebody can get drafted, they pass on the guy, but then, they, then nobody else can take a flyer on him. And then they're rewarded for not signing someone. It's like, dude, that's just that's. It wouldn't be wrong if the guy could still get picked up, but he's locked out of baseball for an entire year because yep. they decided because they got gun shy for some reason. Exactly. Like, there, there could be all these other teams that are like, I'll take the risk. What it's little risk there may be. Like, who knows? Like, that's the thing. I mean, it's just, that's dumb. So that's yep. all I got for this week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up, man. Thanks for coming out. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. Who's next? <laughs> Kenny. What did I do? What did we do? We went to... Uh, Cheesecake Factory. Yes, sir. For Mindy's birthday celebration extravaganza. So I can say, first off, going to Cheesecake Factory at 11 o'clock is the go-to move. Because Green Hills Mall actually had parking spots. And we did not have to wait for a table. There's more geese than cars in the parking lot. Yeah, with, <laughs> now, within an hour or so, once we left, mall was jam-packed as usual. And also Hillsborough Road, or 21st, whichever that one that is, Hillsborough Road, um, had, had, like, no traffic. Yeah. And it's always a complete clusterfuck, so, so, so I'm going to go ahead and make, <laughs> I'll go ahead and make that recommendation right off the bat. <coughs> But we hadn't been we hadn't been to the Cheesecake Factory in a little while. It seems like we always go for her birthday, but but it's just you know National Cheesecake Day is like always like the day or two before that they always debut some kind of new cheesecake usually, or they bring something back that they haven't had in a while. And this time was the coconut cream pie cheesecake. It's just fire, absolutely fire. So amazing. Yeah, little, little 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 layer of chocolate at the bottom, a little little bit of dark chocolate in there to kind of kind of mix think, it up a little bit. I think you're just skipping over the the buffalo chicken wontons, man. Oh no, yeah, the buffalo blast. That's that sort of thing. The buffalo blast, man. Those are like maybe like under the radar, one of the best things they have. Even though like three people at our table order them. Man, honestly, you know that line from. Uh, Talladega Nights, I could eat a whole mess of crepes right now. Like, I could eat a whole mess of Buffalo Blast. <laughs> so, man, it's so good. It's just such a good idea, and I haven't seen anything like them anywhere else, because I don't know if you've talked about them before, but it's... No, we have not, and you should tell wonton, everyone wonton, what they are. Yeah, wonton wrapper, uh-huh. shredded chicken, buffalo sauce, I think it's mozzarella cheese, some kind of white cheese. So then they fold up the wonton into a triangle, but they don't just fry it. Nope. They batter it like a piece of fried chicken. So it looks like a triangular piece of fried chicken because it has that crusty, like, like the, like it has like a breading on the outside of the wonton, like flour. 
and then they fry it. It looks like a triangular piece of chicken, and you bite into it. Oh, man. You know, they serve it with the ranch or the blue cheese and the hot sauce, and, man, they're like – there have been times in the past where we literally went there and got buffalo blasts, maybe one other appetizer, and that was it, and cheesecake. And we're completely content. So, oh, I, so man, yeah, I could. Uh, that's one of those things. I mean, they're they're terrible <laughs> as far as calories, but man, it's absolutely worth it. Like everything there is terrible, but as far as you know, health wise, but it's all delicious. But man, yeah, those those were great. And I actually really liked what I had. I I ended up eating the rest of it the, that day, but they had a new. Like Korean, Korean fried chicken dish that was actually pretty good. Like all their, this is the thing. Like anytime I've ever had a chicken dish there, it's always been like surprisingly good. I don't know what they do to their chicken, but they have some of the damn tenderest chicken. <laughs> like I don't know if they marinate it, but I've had all kinds of different things. Like I've had some kind of like chicken parmesan uh, pasta thing before, and. All these different chicken dishes, some fried and some not, and like their chicken is always like super, super duper tender. So I don't know what they do to it, but they massage it. Yeah, man, I don't know. That menu's only getting thicker, but they yeah, had a, had a had a good time. Had some had some drinks. The menu's thicker now. Well, you know they just keep adding stuff to it. Man, they get it's not it's not like literally thicker, but there's more stuff on the pages. It seems like. It's yeah, fucking yeah. Dumb. But it's. It's awesome. It's nice that you can go to a place and get damn near anything that you want. <laughs> I mean, really, whatever you're in the mood Seriously. for. I think that's the point. You know, they're just like, you know what? We want to have a menu that no matter what you're feeling like, like we got you covered. Somehow, like we had that conversation while we were there. Like, how do they do it? When you can go from like all this different, and you go on the weekends and they got brunch too on top of everything else, and it's like. Man, how do they? How many people do they have back there in their fucking prep kitchen? And they stay claim that they make all they their the sauces and all that stuff there. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what we were trying to debate. We were like, how much of this stuff is pre-made and how much not? But like, they—that's one of those things that they always touted is like, like we make this stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> you know the sauces and all that stuff, and it's like, damn man, you got like twenty kinds of pasta. Like, how many damn sauces? How many people you got making sauces out here? Like. Uh, that's probably a a position there. Sauce, sauce guy. That's pretty good. Sauce Box guy. That's pretty. I like that. Oh, we had a good time. It's kind of kind of the extent of what we did. We uh, had a. They had a. Oh no, I forgot about this. Um, there was a like back to school bash kind of thing that they had at the pool this weekend. Just to kind of celebrate the end of like summer break for the kids. That's cool. Makes, makes me happy. <laughs> all kind of stuff, man. I mean, they, they had pizza. Like, uh, this will be a nice segue here in a minute. But they actually had uh, pitchfork pizza up there for everybody and stuff. Everybody pitched in for that. <clears throat> it was just cool. I got the chance to talk to some people that I haven't talked to before. Um, but yeah, it was nice. And speaking of that, Ashton did go to uh, second grade on Tuesday. Hey! For some reason, they started school on Tuesday. Level up. What the hell's up with that? Congratulations. 
Yeah. yeah. Him and his man-sized Naruto backpack that he's got. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really cool, but it's like made for a teenager. But he he likes it, so whatever. That's funny. Oh yeah, just just to kind of sneak it in. So speaking of Pitchfork, <clears throat> they were on Food Paradise uh, last night. They debuted cool. on Food Paradise. Give us a shout, Kenny. They had a little. They, they Tell had the little, people where to go. Goodlesville. Okay. Somewhere in Goodlesville. <laughs> Somewhere in Goodlesville. Across from Dang. Publix. But one Publix in Goodlesville. If you don't know where Publix is in <laughs> Goodlesville, you, you ain't going to find it anyways. If we ever get paid ads, can you just be like, no, hey, look, go, if you don't know where Publix places. is, if you don't know where Publix is in Goodlesville, then you ain't going to find it anyways. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, they had, they had a, a cool little like viewing party. They had, uh, the two pizzas that were featured on the episode. They actually had some, uh, free pizza for people that showed up. Uh, I wasn't able to go. Mindy went and she was hanging out. With the owners and they have and a stuff. snacks table, like the like oh the snacks table. I don't think so. By the way, Mindy uh, sent a photo of that. <laughs> it was oh. yeah, as advertised. Told you, man. That thing was that thing was legit. But yeah, man. So shout out to them. Hopefully that'll that'll. I mean, they've always it already seems. I mean, there's always people there, but you know, always want to see uh, places that we like have uh, great success. So maybe that. Maybe that'll drum up some uh, extra business you know, outside of like the uh, Goodsville slash Sumner County area. It's Maybe a good stop. It's a very yeah. good place. Highly recommend yeah. it. Yeah. Nice hangout. All the food's good. Still want to try the burger. I've heard their burgers are good, so got to get on that. I have to try that for sure. For sure. Yes. I will say this while we're in between Kenny and Richard. Apparently, uh, Jerry Ooh. Jones just said. Uh, Jimmy Johnson will be in the Cowboys Ring of Honor since he has not been inducted into it yet. To which Jimmy Johnson replied, "While I'm still alive." Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> well, he just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, which that's not the necessarily order that you go in. Right. It's usually Ring of Honor then Hall of Fame, but yeah. that's just how much they don't like each other. Even though he yeah. won the Cowboys two Super Bowls. Well, technically three, but Yeah. Two. I heard the fallout at the end of that was bad. Oh, very bad. Very bad. You know what was also bad is is I was sick all weekend. I did not get to go to Cheesecake Factory. And to kind of go, I guess, kind of rewind a little bit and go back to the week. So Delaney, is, she got something from the daycare. Uh, I, I, which I would assume where she got sick. And so she's been at home all week. Uh, so I was working from home all week and, you know, taking care of her and whatnot. And, you know, I started getting worried. So we were like, all right, we're going to take her to the pediatrician, get her checked out. She ended up being fine. Uh, they did test, had the test for COVID just because, you know, coughing and all that stuff. That was negative. I was like, all right, cool. And then she was feeling better. And then it's like that night I started getting and, you know, like last week on the pot, I was definitely nasally. And uh, uh, so I was like, shit, I got what she got. And then so Saturday night, uh, my taste and smell went out <laughs> and I was oh, like, shit. oh, shit, because <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I had COVID in November and uh 
or yeah, last November. And, you know, that was the first, that was, the, that was really the major thing that happened to me during it. There was a couple of days where I didn't feel good, but overall that was kind of the worst part of it was yeah. not being able to smell or taste anything. So I was like, I was like, there's no way that I, I mean, I, I'm vaccinated. So kind of recently vaccinated. So I'm like, damn, how, you know, could I, could I have this? You still get it's, it? So Sunday, you know, we were supposed to meet Sunday morning. I was like, I woke up and I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I just got really, you know, because I was super like my nose and all that stuff was just super jacked up and running and and uh, like having to blow my nose like every 10 minutes. I I don't usually have bad sinus stuff like that. So I'm just kind of like. I wonder if, you know, that's going to be a new thing now because of COVID. I don't know. But either way, so I was like, all right, maybe it's just a rough day and in the morning. Maybe all that will return. I won't have any worries. I'll be fine. So I woke up Sunday morning, you know, same shit. I'm like, all right, well, I can't go. And I was like, I guess I'm going to spend my Sunday going to get a COVID test. <laughs> so I went down to the VA and got a COVID test and, um, I went, well, the, first off, and this just kind of sheds some light on the VA a little bit. I I know that they typically have, like, sort of a drive-through thing for the VA so the veterans can go there and not spend, like, I know they shut down a lot of those places, but they're probably going to reopen soon uh, because of what's going on. But um, so I called and was like, all right, well, is there, like, the fast line, like, whatever it is called, so I can come and take a test and get, you know, quick, you know, like 20, 30 minutes later, they'll let you know if it's, you know, positive or negative. Yeah. And they're like, no, uh, just you just have to go to the ER. They'll test you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, well, fuck. I got a real busy week this week. I need to be at places. Delaney's fine. But if I have COVID, she doesn't need to go to daycare. My wife wouldn't be able to go to work. So our week would be just completely trashed. Right. So I'm like, I'm right, I'm gonna go get get tested just so I know because I need to know for the week. And so I go to the ER and they're like, uh, yeah, we we do our our testing Monday through Friday, blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, I'm here. Can I can I do this? I'm like, I hate to really like bug the ER for me to get a COVID test because I don't feel bad like I felt when I had it last time. Even though I mean, but I'm vaccinated, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, you can still get it, so make sure that I don't have it. So I go check in and all that stuff. And then finally uh, they put me in a room and I'm like, man, I kind of feel bad because I'm, you know, taking over a bed in here or a room in here in the, in the triage in the ER. But uh, so the, the doctor comes in and he's like, I don't think you have it, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're vaccinated, blah, blah. And he's like, well, we'll give you the test and all this. And I'm like, all right, cool. And they finally give it to me. And man, that nurse dug deep. <laughs> like, like I've been tested uh, twice, and that was by far the worst. I mean, she got up in there, and then she had the audacity to twist that bitch out. Oh, and I was like, I wanted to, t- I wanted to say so many things, but I was just like, fuck. Oh, when she left, and then I noticed my nose was bleeding a little bit. I'm like, damn. So then I was like, all right, cool. And then I checked out and left. Um, and then Sunday night, they told me I got the 
like with the vet with the VA, you have to log in and you can see your results. So I logged in and it was negative. So I was like, oh, thank God. So with all that being said, I spent the weekend sick. Uh, I'm still kind of getting over it. Like I still have nasal congestion and I don't have my smell and taste all the way back, which is just crazy to me. But that's never happened before, like when I got sick. Uh, but I just feel I just have a cold, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that was most of my week, uh, although I did do a few things. One, uh, I learned that Delaney is in love with Spider-Man now. So we're going through that right now, which I'm kind of <laughs> happy about. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it goes Baby Shark, Elsa uh, and then now Spider-Man. <laughs> so, hey, I don't mind watching the uh, Spider-Man cartoons with her. Elsa <laughs> has Spider-Man face, too. Yeah. Um, like she's probably in there watching Spider-Man now because she's like all about Spider-Man right now. Um, uh, speaking of watching things, I don't know if you guys are probably not, but Outer Banks on Netflix, you guys watch that or seen uh, that? Minnie's watching it. I was around when it was on a couple times. <laughs> like, I, <don't> <laughs> I like that description. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, I started paying attention to it. It seemed like a pretty interesting show. I think. I like it. I, I like think. the first season a whole lot, and so I, I, I think season two came out Thursday, and I, yeah, I think been, she's getting. Oh, you watched all of it? Yep, all season two is done. Yeah, I think the last she might have watched some of it at some other point, but the last time I watched it was when I don't know a lot of names when the dude when the dad blew the boat up. Okay. So that's where I stopped because there's I know there's still a couple episodes. That's after like that, so. that's in kind of the like maybe three or four episodes, yeah. three or four. Yeah. Of season so, two. I, so there's still there's still stuff. Yeah, I think there's on. ten episodes if I remember correctly. Yeah. But it's good. It reminds me of like it's it's almost like a modern day Goonies in a way. Yeah, yeah. It does have that does have that feel. I didn't really right. know what it was about. I had heard about it before and never really. I have a lot of stuff written down in various places that I'm supposed to watch, but she ended up, watch, she, she, she ended up watching that and like I started paying attention. I'm like, all right, this is actually pretty pretty interesting. Kenny, you have various stuff written down in different places? Yeah. Because, man, you get, you, get, like, you know, stuff comes to you at different times and you just write it down on whatever you got. If I got a, <laughs> if I got a show on my, like, on the back of my leg I wrote it just shows? Time. Just yeah. shows, like, not, not like notes for the day, just yeah, movies and shows. We got random know. Netflix uh, suggestions <laughs> right around your house. Yeah, interesting. Got a uh, right, under my, belly, right, on, right on, under my belly button. I wrote Sweet Tooth, so hey. I won't forget it. Did you watch Sweet Tooth yet? No. Oh man, that's why I haven't watched it off yet. Him and Mindy watch one show at a time. They never, they never, they never like. They can't. Have, I, I've never known them to have like. Three or four shows going at once. Oh man, focus. Now there are that we there are a couple of shows that we have started that we might go back and finish. Like um, fuck, what's it called? Some superhero shows. Jupiter's Legacy, maybe. Yeah. And it was actually pretty good, but we just kind of stopped at a couple episodes and started watching. Oh, that one. Something got, else. Is that the one on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one got boring to me. I, well, see, that's the thing. We didn't fi- we didn't finish really. I think we watched the first two or three, maybe four episodes, and then like something else came back. That's what always happens. We start something new. Something else that we've already watched comes back. 
and then we start watching that, and we kind of like lose track. And then with all the new Marvels that that came out recently, like all, all pretty much we just kind of dedicated time to that stuff. Speaking so, of new new stuff coming back, The Witcher season two is coming coming soon. Yeah, I'm think, excited about that. I think I think October. That was a good show. I like. Yeah. It. Yeah. I haven't read. Are they going to do the same timeline thing? I don't know. I just seen the trailer, and that's pretty much it. Are oh, they gonna they, give him more lines, like actual like words, other than like instead of? That was. I mean, <laughs> if you play the game, he does that a lot. But that was one of the funnier things that came out of it. Somebody made a YouTube video of every time he made that sound. It doesn't really make for it's hilarious, compelling like. That's Roach storytelling, but you know, maybe well, they'll maybe they'll jazz it up a little bit. My thing I'm gonna have to go back. This might be one of the few series that I need to go back and watch all of season one before yeah. watching season two. I will say this: at least the story was good enough to where it kind of carried. Oh no, the story yeah. was the story was cool. It's just the, the dialogue actually was the, good too. The dialogue from him was just weird sometimes, like how little he said from time to time. <laughs> um, it's still, it's still a good show. I look forward to coming back. Yeah. One thing. Uh, I was looking forward to this week was uh, that happened last night. We had a we had a suite for the National Sounds game. A lot of people from the station went. We had some listeners come last night, and um, pretty good time, man. I, that that's a good place. Like they probably have one of the better AAA stadiums, and do they do a really good job with the you know what's there and the entertainment and all that stuff. So. And, and, and going to a sounds game is more about the atmosphere anyway. I, th- I feel like if you go to a triple-A game, that's really what you're going for is kind of atmosphere. Catch a little baseball, but, you know, those a lot of those guys are kind of unknown still unless you're like a really big baseball guy. And uh, so it was just like hanging out and having fun. Uh, just a good time. So that was that was cool. Um, that, and that was last night. Uh, one thing that kind of sucks, though, is – I was looking forward to trying to go to Atlanta next week to catch a Braves game and then the Titans preseason game, but that don't look like it's going to happen. So we'll see, but it's looking doubtful, which I kind of hate, but it'll be all right. And then um, I don't know if you guys caught this, but Lollapalooza was streaming on Hulu. So I yep. did watch some of that over the weekend since I really didn't go anywhere for having a head cold. Uh, and, I'm sure y'all seen uh, the Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst wearing. I'm, we may have talked about this last week of him having like he, it's got to be a wig or something. But he's going. Uh, if you haven't seen a photo, go check it out of him and he's got like a the Hulk Hogan mu- uh, mustache, the handlebar mustache what? thing going on, and and like long gray hair. So it's just. It's a sight to see and to make fun of and talk about, and that's probably what he's going for. Yeah, he just put on a wig and mustache to go viral because they're going on tour again. Yeah. Um, but Foo Fighters watching their – I mean, they're one, probably one of the better bands to see live. I mean, they killed it. Post Malone got to see some of his. It was good. I mean, it was just cool to kind of see a, you know, a music festival going on again, but hopefully – Hopefully all that shit won't get shut down again because stuff's getting bad. But uh, besides that, I'm looking forward to possibly being out at the Music City Grand Prix 
which I mentioned when we were doing our show uh, prep that I asked Seth about his opinion about it since he's a indie guy, and he said, nope. Nope, F1. <laughs> F1. Sorry. Formula One, Formula Un, to all my Formula heads out there. Like so the push, push, there's push, a difference. Push, push. Yeah, there's a big difference, actually. Um, Formula One has... Okay, if y'all ever really want to get into Formula One or just kind of see what kind of sparked my interest into it, there's a series on Netflix that mm-hmm. kind of it's it's kind of like Hard Knocks, or it's actually more like the Amazon series that they do on the NFL. I don't know if either yeah. one of y'all have ever watched. Yeah, I've been looking yeah, at it. Yeah, I was I wondering if it. it's a is it like a, a show that's been scripted and directed, or is this like real no, life shit? It's real like life shit series. Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. It's, it, and they go after they they show the behind the scenes from the previous season, and so like I kind of knocked them out quick. What I like about Formula One is it has the messiness of the NBA, and <laughs> the races are on early in the morning, so like by the time you wake up, they're halfway over. So okay. that's why I'm like, okay, cool, I only have to watch half a race, and. Okay. I can pretend like I know what happened the whole time, but there's also a lot of like, there's like you, you, you guys, like you see the NBA, you see how much cattiness is in the NBA, right? Right. Multiply that by a thousand. Oh shit. And that's what the formula one is. There's literally constantly backdoor deals going on with drivers. Like one driver will be telling the team he's racing for. Yeah. Yeah. We're good next season. Yeah. Yeah. And then once the contract date comes, it gets announced at a race. Now, given he probably has eight more races with this team that season, that next season he's racing for someone else. Yeah. So it's it's crazy how that happens. Um, I believe this is the first year where they did a salary cap to kind of even out the playing field. So because it, it was just Mercedes was just beating everyone. And it was like the top three were kind of the normal ones. But now there's really Red Bull starting to come back. They have a really good driver, Max Verstappen. I could get into it all day, but I don't want to bore y'all. It's just the that's what kind of drew me into it. Was just there's not any Formula One racing or I feel like I've seen press releases about them being here for it. There's I don't know if they're racing in the United States. They have Uh, one race here in the U.S. and it's in different areas. So, um, but it's, it's really like a global race thing. And I mean, these companies are dumping so much money into these cars. I mean, you have Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren, Red Bull. Red Bull has two teams. I don't even understand it, but they do. I can't (laughs) figure that one out. Um, but they also have, Formula two teams, Formula three. Like it's oh, it's crazy shit. how far down the line it goes. But Formula if y'all ever want to kind of get into it or find out how I got into it, yeah, the uh the Netflix series is really good. I feel and, like because of that, I've I've heard not just you, but I've I've seen other people are kinda like in on some F one oh, indie racing. It's just fun. I know a lot of guys that I work with are into indie races. They like the indie races a lot, and I'm just like I don't like Formula One's on ESPN. Make it hard. Like it's on ESPN every morning. I wake up on Sundays. Yeah. Like I can't. It, it's super easy for me to find, and I just do that 
put it on mute, listen to music and drink coffee and watch the race. <laughs> and like when there's nice. wrecks, there's big wrecks. That's the other part. Like it's yeah. crazy. Um, this past week there was a big wreck to open up the race and it literally took out half the pack. Damn. Um, yeah, because the horses are so much smaller, it's hard to get around any any horses wrecks. Horses are smaller. It was raining, and look, even the slightest amount of debris can throw your car off to where you're done for the day. Oh yeah, because yeah, I, and I, I don't know if you guys have been around, but those cars are like on the ground and they're yeah. not very tall. <laughs> you yeah, really, how, how slim they are. Um, yeah. how, how slim they are to the ground. I mean, like you can barely fit anything under there. And I think that you only have a certain amount of tires. Two. Oh, they limit tires. Yeah, so like there's there's rules that I still haven't picked all the way up on, but I, I yeah. enjoy it. It's something I find like it was a it's one of those things. It was a joke at first, like oh I'm gonna post about F1 just because I mm-hmm. find it funny, and everybody else be like what the hell is Seth getting into? But now it's just kind of found it's it's something I find really interesting because now I'll watch the season, and then when they put out the new season of the Formula One show on Netflix, I'll kind of know what was going on while all this was happening. Yeah. So and, be- well, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to just kind of going out there and see what it's all about on this week over the weekend. I don't know how, yeah. when and how long I'll hang out, but I just want to go check it out. I get a little media pass from work. So, Oh, it's I, I would definitely recommend anybody in Nashville, if they have the chance, go check it out. Go check it out. It looks really cool. Yeah, if you've been downtown and seen how they kind of configured it, I mean, it's 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 really cool. And there's a lot of barriers up and stuff now, which is going to cause a lot of traffic issues uh, for you if you're not paying attention. Right. Uh, and you try to go downtown over the weekend, there's a lot of road closures because. But, um, so don't go downtown. Really yeah. cool about the barriers. Apparently, the barriers around the racetrack specifically and other areas um, were designed by the engineering department at Murfreesboro. It's a specific cool. type of concrete that they developed. So that that's pretty neat. Uh, again, I was told that by somebody I work with. So if it's not true, <laughs> I'll yell. Let me know and I'll yell at them. All right. Uh, uh, but it I was from a believable thing, source. I'll say that. Yeah, I think another thing. Uh, it sold well. Uh, here too, I think some of the great, like most of the tickets are sold out. Oh yeah, like you can get like a single day pass or something, but all the like grandstand tickets and all that stuff's gone. Oh, there's a lot of people coming from all over. For yeah, this. that's what I figured oh, too. It's going to be. Lot. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, pretty excited about it. No, well, I'm not really, but I'm. It's just <laughs> it's cool. It's cool for the city. I'll say that. It just shows you that Nashville is is a city where people want to bring events to, and hopefully, you know, it continues to do that, and we get even bigger events uh, down the road. That's a pretty unique event. event. That's very. This is an interesting, interesting oh, thing yeah. to see. Oh yeah. The hell is do the roads though? What's that? The roads. What about the well, roads? Well, what tire driving, marks are racing them on them? It, it these the tires that they're going to use are going to be are used for street racing specifically. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm picturing you, all these like tire tracks all over the place. They'll probably will be, but oh yeah. It's yeah. just it's just like when they had the burnouts on Broadway for the NASCAR awards. I mean, it's kind of cool. Like the city doesn't give a shit. <laughs> they um, think it's cool because it's like little. I don't give a shit. There you go. 
It's pretty. They cool, need to though. pick up all the bumpers and not worry about the burnouts. That's one thing that I thought was crazy about um, Formula One. Their race cars, their tires have treads on them like regular cars. Oh, blew okay. blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, they have tires like me, and yeah, I felt like an idiot, but. <laughs> Oh, well, life goes on, right? <laughs> Speaking of what goes on, NFL kicked off their preseason today. The Steelers and Cowboys are playing right now. Yes. I haven't seen much of it, but um, I'll probably go back and watch it or watch the end of it later. So it's cool that football's back. Kind of excited about the season for my team. Kenny's probably not so much, uh, nope. because especially because of uh, the recent video that went out of Jam- and Jameis Winston. Can Which we get one? A, uh, can we get a Jameis Winston practice update, Kenny? Yeah, we're going to start a new segment. J- Jameis <laughs> Winston practice updates until, uh, I guess, practices. <laughs> so, well, yeah. it's, it, what's ultimately going to happen is it's going to be me finding p- videos of Jameis Winston practicing and sending them to Kenny. So it's basically guilty until <laughs> proven otherwise at this point. Yeah. Dude, so he's going to go off. I'm sorry. I'm sold on it now. The video uh, is him going through. I forgot what that actual thing is called, but it's like the. It's like a running back sled is what yeah. I always thought it was called. Yeah, where you go through multiple um, paddings and it's basically to help you protect the ball. Well, it's, he gets yeah. about halfway through it, almost out of it, and one just sticks him and he just falls down. Ha- and, like. Now, everyone understands that the arms on those are very high tension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we get that the, it's very – and you can only imagine how much it's ratcheted up for professional football. Yeah. Uh, have y'all ever ran through one of those? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, the one key important thing to do is stay balanced, stay low. You want your you want your shoulder pads level and low. Mm-hmm. So you kind of push with your shoulder pads as you go through it. Yeah. Um, you don't want to move back and forth. You want to go straight. And also, the most important thing is you do not stop running. Yep. You don't. Even if you, if you do, you're stuck. So go watch what Jameis Winston does in this video because <laughs> he does everything I say you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, it was, I mean, the worst part is it shows all these other guys go through this thing, no problem. <laughs> and, of course, his dumb mask gets stuck. Okay, his defense. All right, I'm going to stick up for him. I don't want to because he's a saint, but I'm going to. He was the only quarterback to do it. Great. Well, okay. makes me, that, I, I, that I'll raise you the why. I'll hear that, but I'll raise you this. The dude is big. Oh, he's huge. Oh, <laughs> He's not Ben Roethlisberger. Big, this is the thing. I'm not gonna, it's not his size, and I don't, I don't. I don't. It was not his size or strength, so I'm not gonna go there with it. The dude just—he looked like he had no idea how to do that drill. Yeah, and that's which, that's the scary part. I feel like he's more than capable of running through that thing with no problem, but he acted like that was the first time he's ever done it. Well, what's funny that's about the scary it is part. he's a running quarterback. It, well, that, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's what that, like, it's kind of like. That further backs up my point. Is like the dude should have no problem completing that drill, given his skill set and his size. Like I get it. he's 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 a mobile quarterback. Right. Why why like, do you put your quarterback at risk of one looking think, like an idiot and two getting injured? 
I don't think they did. I think he did. He's, he's, just probably, he's, probably, he's probably like, yeah, I'm going to run through there too, bro. Watch out. Because if you watch all the quarterbacks were throwing, were tossing the running backs, the footballs. It was him and two other quarterbacks back there. Yeah. Well, once he tossed the last one, he grabbed a ball out of the barrel, and then the trainers came and grabbed the barrels. He looped around and just started running forward, and everybody else left. <laughs> so it was really like him and one or two other trainers that were watching them. And I know yeah. they were looking at him like, what are you doing? And oh, no. just hilarity. If you would have, like, hilarity. got injured, oh, my God, that would have been. He probably did. This is pride. Oh, I don't even think his pride got hurt. Because did you see who uh, the tweet I sent? Did you see who that was from? No. Jameis Winston quote tweeted that. And he said, I ain't going to lie. That second Hit, yeah. His second arm hit sticked me. Oh. Yeah. That's the tweet I sent. I'm at least he can that. laugh at himself, though. So that's, I mean, he's been laughing. Yeah, something. he said, that second pad on the left got me with the hit stick. Still standing. Yeah. Which he didn't lose the football, Kenny. Yeah. We're... <laughs> Usually when he loses, it's, cause it's, it's after he throws it. So. TV and I ball. mean, the only guy, the only guy standing there literally watching him is the quarterback's coach and he, everybody's like what is going on <laughs> oh it's so funny oh i could watch it forever james um, being james at this point the only other funny thing i have is uh did y'all hear dan campbell's speech at his press conference i believe it was two days ago i can only imagine no, I, I heard about it but i didn't i didn't listen to it it, it wasn't the fight one it was the uh, it got out what his coffee order was oh every, yeah i heard it was some ridiculous he has two Two, he calls them pikes, 20-ounce pikes, with two shots of espresso in each. Two And he calls them, he goes, he calls, I call them black eyes. (laughs) I mean, so you got two 20-ounce, that's a pretty large coffee already, but then you put two espresso shots in it? Yeah. And you have two of those? Yeah. That's a lot of coffee, man. That's why he's biting kneecaps off. I mean, that's a lot of caffeine. That's, that's like, it might be depending on how how long it takes him to drink that. Like, it might even be an unhealthy amount to drink in one more in one morning, anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, he said a black eye and both. That's exactly his words. Two shots of espresso, a black eye and both. Damn, man. That dude is amped up. <laughs> um, he was trying to pump up his players. And you know what he needs to, to do, Kenny? How? Hmm? He's got to stay hydrated. Um, <laughs> he was speaking to his players on how he didn't want them to get into a fight during training camp, no fights during training camp. So he talked about the his rookie year, the uh, the first day of training camp, he gotten into a fight. So it was essentially like, yeah, I got into this, and I was so amped up, I was ready to go. But I don't want y'all to do that. <laughs> like, I told you that story to not fight. About how yeah, awesome so- it was to Fight and training camp. Pads, pads. This was this is the first week with pads in pretty much all the training camps. Yeah. So there was a lot of craziness going on. The Giants had a big brawl. Um, people taking cheap shots, man, and uh, that guy got cut because of the yeah. The, the the Panthers cut the guy that basically injured. Um, was it the right? Oh, was it one of the right wide receivers that got bad, very bad. Got lit up. And well, the video that I seen, it wasn't, it was kind of from afar, so it was hard to really tell how hard he hit him. 
But dude went out on an ambulance, so that will tell you something. And yeah, the team was like, "Nope, we're not dealing with that shit. You're gone." Yeah. I got a I got a quick Dan Campbell coffee update. Okay, give it to me. All right, so one Venti Pike Place with two shots is 410 milligrams of caffeine. Good. <laughs> one, one of them. So he's drinking eight, 800, 820 milligrams of Shoot caffeine. It in my that, that is a lot for that is a lot for a day. So my 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 maximum, which I've been doing for years now, is like roughly 600. Never over 600. I believe it's it. never at the same time. Like I'll usually because most of the pre-workout I've ever had is like around 200, 300 milligrams, and on that I'm wired off of well, 300, off 300. A bang. Okay, so 820. So let me ask you this: that's Kenny. almost that's almost three bangs. At at what point, God God help him if he ever finds out about bangs. Um, at what point? Do you just come numb to that or addicted to that? Uh, I mean, I've, that's the thing. He's <laughs> definitely got to be addicted to caffeine. I mean, I would say I probably am too because I need it for certain things, like especially before workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. And they, and I've, I've read in a lot of different – there's a lot of different studies on caffeine. It's like some, some, some people say 400 per day. Some people say up to like 900 per day is actually safe. And it, and it depends on people's tolerances to it and stuff like that. Like, but damn, man, 820 in the morning? What is that? That dude's got to be like yeah. 80. So dude. one cup of regular, like just a normal size cup of coffee. Of, is of coffee, it's like 70 to 80. But now, like espresso and stuff is higher per shot. Oh uh, yeah, like it's, yeah. It gets because it's more concentrated, but yeah, roughly 70 to 80 milligrams. So wow. he's going, he's going in. I just wanted to put that in perspective because I, as soon as you told me, I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta find out. Surely somebody knows, oh. and of course, somebody had already calculated it. That's Dan cool. Campbell is a crazy person, though. Yeah. He's gonna die. In his defense, so thank God Matthew Stafford got out of there. <laughs> I mean, dude, he, he I, no, I think I honestly think I listened to. I listened to an interview with Calvin uh, Johnson, and I think Matthew Stafford would have been okay with Dan Campbell. Oh, yeah? I think so. Uh, not because they're crazy like that, just because apparently Matthew Stafford is really tough. Would be a Dan he Campbell is a, guy. He is tough, yeah. I, he'd I be mean, a Dan Campbell he's guy. He's definitely that. Yeah. So I, I think he'd fit in okay. Um, but, I th- yes, in other reasons, I think he's happy to be in L.A., and out of Detroit, oh, yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. Detroit's cursed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of cursed, is Carson Wentz cursed? Yes. Did yeah, I curse I, him with our fantasy football draft? Is that I what think, happened? I think he should just retire. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Just quit. Just quit football because you're just you're 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 never gonna get healthy until you take a full year off. You're never going to live up to the expectations from that one season that you got hurt and they still won without you. Like he's chasing that and he's never going to be as good as that ever. Yeah. And just like the, like how, the, how I felt about the Mets earlier in the pod, I feel about the Colts. Like, yeah, continue to get worse, please. What was that? Kenny? Because they dominated this week. This, this kind of reminds so. me of who's that, who's that one quarterback the Titans had that like 
He had at least a one. Well, maybe it was Jake Locker. They had like didn't he have like one or two good seasons, but then after that he just completely just fell apart. Well, he yeah, he, he he was injured every year, but when yeah. he played, he was pretty decent. I mean, not like now. Granted, Carson Wentz was not that good last year, but he was no. hurt most of the year. I mean, they were playing him hurt. Supposedly, yeah, supposedly. And the Eagles but, were a hot mess last year. Coach, not like just because of him, but. I think a lot, honestly, I think a lot of it had to do with him because he was at such odds with his coach that yeah. he was, he was going out there and doing whatever he wanted. And they drafted and, Jalen Hurts, which is probably a good move. I'll tell you what, man, the thing with Carson went, I feel like, I feel like all this shit's karma for him. I don't fucking like the dude. I don't, I don't like him either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like I, his I attitude, think, man. He, he has this look on his face and so he looks so disconnected and like. He needs to get back to his roots where he was hungry for football. Yeah, where he's acting like a fucking to baby too. Was it South Dakota? He went to a small uh, yeah, college. I think so. so, like, he was hungry when he came into the NFL. It's kind of like, yeah. I'll, I'll say this, it's the Conor McGregor effect. Once Conor yeah. McGregor wasn't hungry anymore, he started losing fights. The worst I thing mean, that ever happened to Conor McGregor was the Mayweather fight. But it's also I mean, the best thing that happened to him. Really, you would think that, the, I mean, you yeah. would have thought a guy like him like would still be hungry because he had an MVP-level season and couldn't even finish it. And somebody else wins the Super Bowl for you. Speaking like, of Nick Foles, like um, you would think, you, you would think like that. Put out? I'm just saying, like you would think that that dude would want to win a Super Bowl on his own to prove like he could do it. I agree. I agree 100 percent that he just needs to be. Someone needs to sit him down and tell him how good he is. So Nick Foles, uh, somebody I guess asked about Nick Foles, just which I think is hilarious because it seems like Carson Wentz is always going to be tied to Nick Foles. Right, and of course Nick Foles is in Chicago. They drafted um, uh, uh, Fields, what's his name from Ohio Fields. State, yep. Justin Fields. So he's probably like, whatever. If I can get a, st- a starting opportunity somewhere, yeah, trade for me. So somebody asked him about that situation, and he responded basically like, uh, five Frank, Rice, bro. "Frank Rice got my number." <laughs> hey Frank, five of them, bro. That's the thing. Like, like five Carson bro. Wentz would get. Furious if that happened. Oh, dude, I would, I would be so pissed. I wouldn't be pissed because guess what? Get healthy. Stop acting like you're okay. You're not. Well, if, the funny if, thing was the his whole body, time they were like, I guess for before he decided to have surgery, like everybody see, knew you're going to have have to have surgery, Carson. Like you're, see, you're not going to tough problem. this out. That's the problem. He needed surgery last season and said, "I'm not going to get it." Yeah, I'll be okay. And then he comes in, gets signed, somehow clears a uh, a physical, and then he's like, "Y'all aren't gonna tell me when to get this." Did you hear? And the... This is supposed to be the coach he likes. Yeah, yeah. Did and you quick... hear that he was a broken? It's been a there's a broken bone in it's it's been broken since high school. I believe it. And that it it just came loose last year or whatever. And he's just been putting off surgery this whole time. So it's been a thing since high school, evidently. Well, at least that's I, what know, I heard from what's a, a doctor. Is, like, uh, Quentin Nelson has the same injury. And that's the one that's supposed to be like a childhood. He's had it since childhood. That's crazy because it's like the same injury, the same doctor's going to do the surgery right after doing Carson Wentz's surgery. Like, it's pretty, the odds of that are pretty. Kind of, kind of yeah. stag, kind of crazy. 
Yeah. You know, it's the same. It's uh, since we're kind of, I, I feel like the same thing was with Marcus Mariota when he kept getting hurt, and you're just like, dude, you just need to get healthy. Um, and he played as much as he could, and just never could get all the way healthy. Same. Hopefully, uh, you know, I know he's he's still he might be a free agent, or he's still signed with the Raiders. One, actually, yeah, I think he's still signed with the Raiders. But people were you know saying that the Colts could trade for him, and and then Titans fans will have to finally boo Mariota. I don't think they could. I mean, Mariota's just. He got a raw deal with the Titans having as many coordinators as he got. He never really had a good fit. I, I don't agree think, with that. I don't think his Titans – and I'm pretty hard on Titans quarterbacks, and I still don't think that was – he really had the system that fit him. Let's be real. Right now, though, Okay. he's not a starter No. in, in the league. So, I, I man – Yeah, I agree. I don't know if it's a good – I mean – for what they for what they're you know giving Wentz and then they're gonna give up stuff to get somebody else like I don't know what they I don't know what their situation looks like with the quarterbacks that they have now but like they got your boy Jacob Eason that's what I'm saying so they so they got that's what I'm saying so it's like oh <laughs> what do they really what do they really need out of a quarterback because what is what is their team built on right now. Defense, right, and offensive line, in a good running game. So it like, was offensive line until was Nelson offensive line. went down. Yeah, but they still, but this is the thing. They still, they still got, they still got some good offensive linemen, though. They do, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's a guy that you can't replace. But that being said, I mean, I would, I would assume that their, their, their game plan was going to be more heavy, heavy leaning more towards the defense and you know running the ball. Yeah. So I don't know. Should they really even do anything? Well, here's one thing that they could do because uh, Philip Rivers came out of nowhere and was asked about. Uh, oh, and he said, no. if "Somebody comes calling, I'll." Uh, no, no, no. He's too old. You saw the last play. He threw it shorter than Drew Brees did. Let that man coach. He had a good season last year. Don't let don't. him. Let him no, coach high school football. No, no, no. He, had no, a he good managed season. the game though. He had and that's all season. they needed. Yeah, and no, they needed one more play out of him, and he yeah, had to go. He, he had to go deep. Yeah. He had to go deep, and he was about twenty yards short. What is <laughs> the thing? That's my point. Is like whoever they go get, what are they going to ask for them to do? Do they not have anybody on their on their roster that can do at least that managed game? I think Sean, you stick. Sean Watson's stick. out there. <laughs> well, apparently. Ooh. There may be an NFC East team interested in him. The Eagles allegedly are, yeah. So are the Panthers. But this is the thing, like, what man? If I'm an owner, I'm not taking a risk on that dude right now. There's, there's too much. His court, his court I, dates aren't after until after the season. So exactly, and that's the thing. I like to be a one year, maybe. I've always been a fan of him as a player and even as a person. But after, like, with all this shit, if this is even a sliver of the truth of this stuff, yeah. I mean, like you gotta, you don't want, you don't want to be associated with that. No. Especially, you have no idea if any of it's true. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's kind of hard at this point to believe that it's just. I think there's a little truth in there somewhere because oh, that many oh, people is, seems like is more than a little, you know. But I, I'm not like I, I'm not the one to jump into conclusions before I see. I want to see reports. I want to hear the whole thing. 
Well, there's some it, stories out there you can read. Oh, uh, I know. But I, but I mean, I'm talking about. I want to hear what because you know a lot. There's like uh, uh, like actual because um, it was all it was all just um, what, are, what are the what are the terms I'm looking for? Uh, it was all just like civil stuff at first, but then there was like actual like criminal complaints filed. So I want to I want to know what I want to hear what the police find what their findings are like before I I can't I'm not gonna go by he he said she said stuff like where when are they gonna like release any like social media like conversation between him and these people like we haven't seen a whole lot of that stuff yet so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off judgment but if I'm if I'm an owner I am not taking that risk when you're talking like 20 women. That got this dude's name in their mouth. Like, I, I'm i sorry, dude. Like, one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league? Yeah, sure. But if he's not going to play? Because the thing is, other people have had charges brought against them way less than that. One person. Yeah. And never got charged and still were suspended. Like, look at Roethlisberger. Look at, uh, uh who's the running back on, for Dallas? Uh, fucking Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Like, yep. they never got charged with anything. And still got and still got suspended. So yeah. and, and that was a singular person. Yep. Now imagine what the penalty looks like for having your name out there for twenty people. Yep. Not touching it. Just not. As much as I love to see him playing for the Saints, well, as much as I would have loved to see him play for the Saints. If any of that shit's true, then obviously I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to touch him. So Yeah. That's just smart that's just smart football right there. Well, have y'all been seeing the just all the crazy nonsense going on in Jacksonville Jaguars camp? I have not. Only thing I've heard recently is they were talking about how good uh, Trevor Lawrence looked. There's that, but there's also evidently Urban Myers installed a winners and losers day, where he announces the winners and losers, which I think is a terrible move to this do to what, professional athletes. This is what happens. When college coaches try to make professional football college. All right, so explain this to me. Uh, okay. What, what are we talking about? Like, oh, we, the winners and losers? Yeah. So basically, they're, you know, from what I've gathered, he's announcing his winners of the day and his losers of the day to the media. So he's named names of who he thought was good and who he thought was bad, which – why would you do that to professional athletes? You're going to single out people that were bad that day. That's a slippery slope. Uh, to the media. But, but at the same time, at the same, so I, I, I see where you're coming from. But these, all of these guys are one grown ass men. Two, they get paid a lot of money to be professional football players. So I, all I'm going to say is like, is that something that I would do necessarily? Nah, probably not really. But on the other hand, you know, yeah, you call, yeah, are you calling out guys in the media? Yeah, but I mean, could it motivate some people? It might. Well, what well, here, well, here's the thing. My, Kenny, question, all my those... question to him is: is what happens when Trevor Lawrence throws five interceptions in a practice? I call him out. That's are that's you? the that's the thing. You got to be that now that. Urban Meyer, I will let you know, Urban Meyer will not call (laughs) out his star quarterback. I know. What about a star tight end, though? What about a star tight end? He won't do it either. (laughs) I'd love to see it. That's the thing. Now, this is the thing. He already set the precedent. So now, 
now every practice it's like now you're waiting to see who the winners and losers are. You know, if he ever calls out one of those guys, then then it's like okay, he's being he's being fair and fair and balanced. But yeah, I can see there's no reason for him to do it at all though. There is it in in pro football. It sounds like a little league deal. It 100% backfires on coaches in pro football. I now, guess maybe he feels like he can use it to motivate people. I mean, but yeah, I don't but know. But here's the thing, Kenny. As all those things you mentioned, these are grown-ass men, they're professional athletes. They know that they had a bad day. They don't need their coach telling the media and stirring that shit up. It's you know what I mean? You know when you have a bad day. <laughs> it's unnecessary pressure that you're putting on a guy that's already fighting for a position in training camp. Well, it's going to indicate cause resentment to the coach. Like, there's and, just no reason for it. And let's not even talk about free agent repercussions this is going to have. Oh, man, yeah. Man, the fuck up. <laughs> like, that's my thing. It's like, free agents are going to go, I already don't want to go to Jacksonville. Get, please yeah. give me another reason to not want to go to Jacksonville. I mean, to, to, also, be, fair, to be fair, it's probably one of those things to where if he did that, but kept it in house and had those conversations with those guys. Yeah. Like, t- like tell them, hey guys, every at the end of every practice, I have a list. I'm going to talk to the people who are the winners. I'm going to talk to the people who are losers. Like in private, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you or I'm gonna do whatever. We're gonna Skype or whatever. Like we're gonna have a one on one. Whether you're in the whether you're in the top three time. or you're in the bottom three. <laughs> That's 100% what you do. You're exactly right. You do that in-house. And you know who did it? It was Tom Coughlin when he was in New York. And this is exactly what happened. Is He did that crap in the media, and Strahan went to him and said, Listen, man, you keep doing this, you're going to lose this team. Yeah. And Tom Coughlin goes, You don't tell me what to do. And he goes, All right, fine then. And Strahan just stopped coming to practice. And he was like, I "I want to be traded. It's one of those things I can see the I can see the good and the bad of it now, but like I said, the way he's going about it, it's it's it, it's going to bring like like yeah, I see your point. Like it's going to bring. Granted, like some of these guys, they should be able to handle it, but they're gonna. But he's bringing unnecessary. Exactly, it's unnecessary. It is un, unnecessary pressure, but really, it's unnecessary animosity. Exactly. Like like he like you're Urban really kind of like one hundred percent is gonna eventually say somebody's gonna want to trade somebody like that's a role player is gonna be like yeah I'm just ready to be traded and Urban Meyer is gonna come out and say good I I don't want guys here that don't want to be here it's just so weird because it's almost like that. go ahead I was just say it's like he's driving a wedge in between him and the players or certain players that really probably wouldn't exist if he was just having that conversation with them one on one. Exactly. Like they may like, they may not they may not want to hear what he has to say because they already know what he's gonna say, but at the same time But that's not how you do it. You, you would definitely it, yeah, I see you show them the film yeah. and say, hey, this is what you need to you know uh Fix correct this. and all that. I mean but that's the thing, does he really feel like public publicly chastising these guys is gonna get him in shape? Yeah. Because he's a college coach exactly. trying to make professional football college, and it All never right. works. Didn't work with Steve Spurrier. And it I guess that's what he's looking at. It's like these guys are pros, and they should be able to handle it. I'm gonna say what I want, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see on that. I'm not doing yeah. Jacksonville guys. So what also oh. happened at camp? This might have been yesterday or or day before. 
As you know, Shad Khan owns the Jaguars. His son, Tony Khan, owns AEW. Right. So at practice, um, I think practice is wrapping up. One of the AEW wrestlers came in there and started cutting a promo, just trashing the team. And then they had another, you know, wrestler come in there and save the day, so to speak. And then they started brawling in the middle of the damn huddle. And then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars guys, like, in the mix and stuff. And I'm just like... If I, if they do this as a spoof to promote AEW and say one of these stars, say Trevor Lawrence's ankle gets rolled up on and breaks his damn leg, like just stop with the dumb shit. Now again, I'm a Titans fan. Continue doing that, Jacksonville. Continue doing those dumb things. Have another top ten pick next year because. <laughs> It's I'm just not, unnecessary. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not surprised that they did that. I'm not and, surprised at anything at this point. After I heard a, an interview with the son, the things that he does, like the way he talks and the way he presents himself, Tony it doesn't Khan? surprise me. Yeah, but it's oh, like it's uh, like a child. A hundred percent. He's like like if me and you were to talk like how kids talk now. Man, that's lit. That's totally dope, bro. Oh. Like that. Yeah. It's weird. But, you know, I think AEW is going to be a success because. Oh, it already is. They're already. They're promote, 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 promote. So. Yeah. And Urban Meyer's been on AEW a couple times. They've used his office, quote unquote, in some skits and some. I can understand the cross branding and trying to, you know, market it that way. But I don't know. It's just. If it's done right, then cool. But if it's done cheesy like it was, then it's like, what are y'all doing? The last NFL thing, did y'all hear about the, was it the Giants coach, uh, Joe Judge, making people run laps until they couldn't run anymore? Yeah, another, I'm just like, what the hell? And it's it just like, was that, was that, was that just the, because of the fight or was that just something he's doing? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Well, this isn't the first time he made him run. That The time Richard's talking about is because the fight. The first time he made him run was something happened, and he didn't like how they were practicing, so he told everybody to take a lap. He didn't like how everybody took the lap, so he made them do push-ups. Again, like, it's the doing? most ridiculous <laughs> crap. Like, this is high school football is what the Giants are doing. Yeah. But... You know, they seem to like it. I, I will say that about that team. They seem to enjoy that because they were playing good defensive football, and towards the end of the year, they were actually playing games. They well, the defense will East. be good. They do have a good defense, and they'll be good. Uh, to be determined to see. I mean, they did – who did they draft? Uh, I mean, I, I still feel like um, uh, the Daniel Jones could be good. And then they Who drafted uh, who's the receiver? Is it Tony Kadarius Tony? They drafted in the first round. I can't remember. I, I think know. it's Tony. Yeah. Uh, so you know they may have some weapons there if Saquon's healthy. The defense will be good. That division is just you don't know what's going to happen in that division. We'll see. I think so, Washington. I'm, I'm gonna call Michelle. It's Washington think, to lose for sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but, yeah. That's all I have. I don't know anybody else have anything. I can talk about, I can complain about. You want to complain about uh, the fact that I mentioned about HBO Max of why I should get it or why I should not? 
Well, everyone should get it because, Kenny, what movie's about to come out? Suicide Squad. Everyone should go watch that just because it's going. The reviews I have read were finally DC has a decent uh, movie to watch. It's the sequel that's not a sequel at all. So, you know, they're very much. This is the thing you really don't have to watch the first one to watch this one because it's like a reboot, but it's not. Reading about it is just confusing. So, I would just recommend just watching it. Just watch it. You don't have so to. So beyond that, why should I get HBO Max? HBO Max, you get everything you would want from HBO. So there's already a lot of good series on HBO. Um, I can't think of the one I told Kenny to watch here recently. Uh, Mayor of Easttown, it's about a detective in a city in Pennsylvania. Um, it's very, very good. There's a lot of very good shows like that that are on there. Um, but like a lot of people are like, man, $20 a month, that's a lot of money. It is. It is, but there's a way you can work the system. Oh. You have to be you have to be on top of things. All right, get it for a month, and then cancel your subscription. Just get it for one month. That's it. That's all you have to do. Like, and you can watch a month's worth of shows. Like, I'll wait until there's like like two or three, maybe even four shows I want to watch on there. Yeah. Buy it for a month, knock all of them out, and then you know I'm on to the next thing. You've got to watch. You've got, you have to watch the Watchmen series, or you absolutely have to. You can get it for free as well. How's that, Kenny? You sign up with AT and T on one of their on one of their unlimited plans. On one of their phone services, you're exactly right. That's how I've had it for free for I don't know how many months, and have yet to log into it. And I've been <laughs> I've been begging him to do it to watch shows. No, honestly, Watchmen is one of those series. They're never going to do a season two for it. It's just a standalone series. So good. Very, very good. I'll check it out. I'll, I enjoyed the graphic novel, if that's what it's about. Um, It's after that. Oh, okay, cool. So okay. It, it's very good. Um, But I, I highly recommend it. There's I'm going to log into that tonight since it's actually on the uh... – LG TVs now have the HBO Max app now. So. And that's the other thing that I hate now with streaming apps. The fight they have with TVs and different stuff to just actually get an app. Man, just put it on there. Yeah, it's it's Fire Stick, though. No. Everything's on Fire Stick. Absolutely not. Why? Because. That's something else he has to buy. No. It's $20. No. It's integrated into the TV, man. I'm not, I'm not playing with that. No, he's he's just gonna keep it like that. <laughs> I don't need any more remotes. I'm not I'm not doing I'm not dealing with all that. Plus, <laughs> oh it's gonna be, plus it's gonna be better quality anyway, streaming it through the TV. It just is. I will tell you one thing. One of the best investments I've ever made was a travel Roku. If you yeah. stay in if you stay in Airbnbs a lot and you go different places, get a Roku, log into all your stuff onto it, and that way you can just plug in. and You can have everything with you. Especially if you stayed, like me and Kenny stayed in a place, it had Wi-Fi, but it didn't have cable. And yeah, it was lame. Like I, did, I had to, like, Chromecast everything off my phone. Right. So it's just so. annoying. That way you can just plug it into the TV and you have all your stuff. Yeah. So I, we used it when I went to Hilton Head. One of the smartest things I've ever done. Do they make a, tra- do they, do they make a travel-only version or do you just take one with you? 
Well, I have a very small one. Because they should make a travel one, a specific travel one called a, a when Goku. I, when I show you how small this one is, you're going to be like, oh, that is a travel Roku. Yeah, my, it, my, the Fire Stick I have, I could travel with it really easy. See, that's what I would do if you have I bring, I bring my TV with me. Hey, I, <laughs> if you're driving, go for it. I don't blame you. Um, I'll send you a picture of the one I have, Kenny, and you'll be like, yeah, that's real small. Like, the HDMI cable. <laughs> Are you referring? You think I'm going to send you a picture of my dick? No. Dick, dick. Oh, the wording. My package. The, word, the wording got me. Hey, oh, my package. <laughs> listen, listen back to it. You'll, you'll hear it. Yeah. That's right, I, folks. <laughs> I think it's a good place to end. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um... <laughs> The most I've heard Kenny laughing along. Oh, long. I'm done. Cackling over there. Glad I could. <laughs> Immature is showing. I'm sorry. Kenny cackling. Cackle Kenny. Well, uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let y'all later. We're done here. <laughs> We're done here, guys. That's a wrap. We'll see you next week. Yeah. That's it.